Well, hey, everybody, this is Jerome Bouveret, your host of Motivated to Greatness podcast, we, where every week we are taking a journey to discovering the greatness within. I want to say personally, Thank you to all of you that tuned into our pilot last week, our first podcast. Listen, the numbers are remarkable of the amount of people that have listened and shared to this podcast on all the different platforms. So from me to you, I want to say thank you because it's listeners like you that make this a success. So I want to get into the podcast tonight. This is probably going to be a two-week podcast simply because of the length of it, you know, we're on a journey every week. We're giving all of us tools. Like I said last week, I include myself in that mix. We're giving ourselves tools to discovering the greatness within. That is our, our, our tagline, if you will. That is our motto of discovering the greatness within. And so I want to get into this because this is a very, very key. This is something that I think a lot of people are dealing with, and that is a lack of confidence. Many people walk around and they don't have confidence in themselves. They don't have confidence in their abilities. You know, I have been privileged and honored, like I said last week, I've been privileged and honored to travel the globe, to be on in numerous nations in front of hundreds of people, thousands of people, and even 10 people at times, developing and training pastors and leaders in, in the corporate world as well as the church world. But every time I get up to speak, I don't think I'm good enough. I know that may seem hard for those of you that know me. That may seem hard to believe. But confidence or a lack thereof is something that every person has dealt with at some point point in time in their life. You know, may, maybe you've heard this phrase that confidence is the key to success. Confidence is the key to success. Well, let me tell you, self-confidence, it, it, it really, it's a positive feeling that arises when you trust in your abilities, your decisions, and your inner strength. I'm going to say it again. Self-confidence it is a positive feeling that comes over you when you trust in your ability to do something, your decision to do something, and your inner strength to be able to complete that something. If you have all these things in you, is there anything else that's required to, to attain success? I say no. Certainly nothing else is required if you believe in yourself, if you believe in your decision to go after your dreams and you pull from the inner strength that is on the inside of you. Listen, if, if you did not listen to last week's podcast, Discovering Your Destiny, go back and listen to it because it's really going to give you some keys leading into tonight about talking about self-confidence. So if your self-confidence is at the top, you win the battle in every life. I'm going to say it again. If your self-confidence is at the top, if you are confident of your ability, if you're confident of your decision-making, and if you're confident of your inner strength, you can win any battle in life. Everybody has a sense of confidence one way or another. However, the most important thing is how you boost your confidence and you use it in everyday life. You know, all of us have things that we're really confident in and then things that we're not really confident in. And so what I want to do over the next couple podcasts is teach us how to boost that self-confidence but do it in a healthy manner. Not to where we get cocky, 
but to where we're confident. You know, you can be confident in who you are without being cocky. And, and, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But, but if self-esteem is your engine, then your confidence is the transmission that puts that thing into motion. I'm going to say it again. If self-esteem is your engine, then your confidence is the transmission that puts that thing into motion. Self-esteem and confidence go hand in hand. You cannot be confident if you have a low self-image or if you have a low self-esteem concerning yourself. You know, you can always tell, you know, I've studied some, some things throughout the years. As I stated last week, I'm a Christian. Uh, I pastored for many years. I've traveled around the globe and have been doing ministry for the last 28 years. And I discovered something that when someone walks around with their head down all the time, always looking at the ground, and, and you know what I'm talking about, that maybe they get around a certain group of people or they get in a certain room and, and they don't think they're smart enough or they don't think they're intelligent enough or they don't think they're strong enough and they tend to put their head down, that's a sign, that's an outward sign of a low self-image, of low self-esteem. So if you're going to have self-esteem as the engine, then confidence has to be the transmission that puts it into motion. Theodore Roosevelt said this. This is such a powerful statement. He said, believe you can and you're halfway there. I'm going to say it again. Believe you can and you're halfway there. Believing in yourself, believing in your ability is half the battle. And that's the battle that most people lose in. That's the step that most people lose because they don't believe in themselves. They don't have a self-esteem. They don't have a self-image of themselves. Well, if they do, it's a negative self-image. Now, as I stated, you know, I pastored for years and everything that I teach is biblically foundational. I don't apologize for that. So I want to give you one scripture. Again, maybe you say, oh no, I don't go to church. I don't listen to preachers. That's okay. That's fine. But I want you to listen, just this one, just give me this one verse to give to you tonight. Because again, I, I unapologetically stand on the Bible as my foundation. Maybe not yours, but my foundation. So I have to give you what I know. Philippians 1 and 6 says this. The Apostle Paul is writing to the church in Philippi and he's saying this. I am convinced and confident of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. The Apostle Paul is telling, telling the Philippian church, who was the smallest church, they were the church that had, if you can say it this way, had confidence issues. They didn't have the numbers like everybody else. They didn't have the, the, the uh, status like everybody else. And he said to them, the ones that seen themselves as the lowest, the ones that seen themselves as the ones that they didn't think they were going to be able to do anything, he said, I am convinced and I am confident. I know that this very thing, he who began a good work in you, let me give you the drone boomerang version. He who started something in you will continue to perfect and complete it. You know, all of us are under construction in our life. All of us, how should I say it? All of us are like the roads in Michigan. 
and, and this is funny right now to you, maybe, but, but think about this. All of us are like the roads in Michigan, full of potholes, cracks, and always under construction. But that's not a bad thing. We have some holes. We have some, some frailties. We have some things, some characteristics, some habits that we're not proud of. But as long as you understand you're always under construction to a better you, that is the key. Now let's look at the definition of confidence. What is confidence? According to, to Webster's Dictionary, confidence, we're talking about ways to build healthy confidence. Confidence is a feeling of having little doubt about yourself and your abilities or a feeling of trust in someone or something, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. I'm going to say it again. Confidence, as defined by the dictionary, is a feeling of having little doubt about yourself and your abilities. How many of you listening to me tonight doubt your ability to do what you know you need to be doing? How many of you doubt yourself in your ability to do something? All of us have. I remember the first time I preached my first sermon. Listen, I had eight pages of notes. I practiced this thing in the mirror. And in the mirror, it sounded good. In the mirror, it sounded like people were going to be standing and shouting and praising the Lord and saying, good sermon. The whole message took 14 minutes. I went through it so quick. And when I got done, I said to myself, that didn't go anything like I thought it should have went. And I started to second guess myself. I started to second guess my ability to be a preacher, to be a minister. And do you know something? I had about 15 to 20 people and some of them, the older people within the church, come up to me and said, that was one of the best sermons I've heard in a long time. I said, you mean the 14 minute deal? And they said, listen, it wasn't about the quantity of time, but about the quality of the message. So we all have these things that we doubt. Now, I love the second part of this definition because it says a feeling of self-assurance, watch this, arising or coming out from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. When was the last time you appreciated your ability and your qualities? When was the last time you said to yourself, self, I'm proud of you. I, I know you can do this. I know you were created for destiny and purpose. I know you're able to do this thing. See, when you start to talk to yourself and you start to tell self, self, I know you can do this. A self-assurance arises from the appreciation that you give to your own ability and your own qualities. Now, this may sound very strange to some. Some people may say, well, should I really be telling myself this? Absolutely. Because many times other people aren't going to tell you. Listen, if you are always looking for man's approval, you're never, ever going to find it. Because the first place you have to start is approving yourself. The first place you have to start is saying, self, I know you got this. Self, I know you can do this. 
And when you get to that place, it doesn't matter what other people around you think. It doesn't matter if they think you can accomplish going to college. It doesn't matter if they think you can accomplish having your own business. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because you are saying to self, you can do this. So how do I build my self-confidence and do it with a healthful nature? How do I be confident without being cocky? Maybe I have low self-esteem. How do I get to that? Well, the first step is you have to train your mind positively. I'm going to say it again. Train your mind positively. Positive emotions will fill you with happy hormones. This has been proven scientifically that when you have positive emotions, your outlook on life changes. So when you train your mind positively, you can you can affirm yourself. So for training your mind positively, you should practice self-affirmation. In any problem, you should say that you can do it. You can overcome this thing. When you recite these things to yourself and repeat them frequently, watch this, your brain, your mind begins to grasp it quickly and it directs the body to do the work accordingly. So you need to train your mind positively. You need to say to yourself every day, self, today you win. Today you can accomplish this. Today, you're going to do this. You need to train your mind to think positively instead of negatively. I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. You need to be an optimist, not a pessimist. A pessimist sees the glass as half empty. An optimist sees the glass as half full. So you need to train your mind positively. Henry Ford, I think all of us know who Henry Ford is. Henry Ford is the founder of the Ford Motor Company, who, by the way, tried many, many times to to, to bring to completion what we know as the common car or the vehicle. He said it this way. This is a profound statement. Henry Ford said, if you say you can or you say you can't, you are right either way. If you say you can or you say you can't, you are right either way. So if you say you're going to accomplish it, you will. If you say you can't accomplish it, you're going to do that too. Jerome Bouveret says it this way, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. So the first step to building your confidence healthfully is you need to train your mind positively. Number two, fake it until you make it. (laughs) That's right. You heard me right. Fake it till you make it. What do I mean? What are you talking about? Show confidence even when you are not confident. Um, Listen, you need to learn to hold your head up even if you don't think that you can accomplish it. You know, when I'm standing and I'm preaching or I'm teaching leaders uh, in businesses, when I'm teaching leaders in church, when I'm training people, when I'm preaching to tens or hundreds or thousands, I get up there and most people wouldn't know it because of the way I deliver that I am so nervous on the inside. My stomach is turning. I'm getting the butterflies. Listen, I've been on international television programs. I have preached in nations, uh, churches throughout the nations. I've developed leaders throughout the nations. And every time I stand in front of people, I get the butterfly feeling. But you would never know it. Why? Because I'm going to confidently deliver that message or I'm going to 
confidently deliver that speech and nobody's going to know the difference. Why? Because when you act like a confident person, you feel more confident. When you act it, you feel it. Listen, it is a it is a universal law that if you want to have something, act like you already have it. If you want to accomplish something, act like you've already accomplished it. You've got to see it before you see it so you can see it. Remember that quote? You've got to see it before you see it so you can see it. So you have to act like it and you have to act like you already have it. So when you feel that you are confident, you really do become confident. So you have to fake it till you make it. You have to act confident even if you don't feel confident. Hold that head up. Don't put that, don't put that head down. You know, I heard this quote years ago and it's so true. It says this, faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible. Faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible. So you need to make up your mind that you are going to see it even when you can't see it. That you're going to believe it even if it seems beyond your reach. And you're going to receive it even when others say you can't do it. That is the key to this. So you have to fake it until you make it. The third key is you have to polish your skills. Polish your skills. See, the more knowledgeable you are, the more you will feel confident. Listen, I am a scholar. I believe in, in studying. I believe in education. I believe that we need to know something in order to know something. So the more knowledgeable you are, whether it be on your job, about your trade, about a business you want to start, the more knowledge you have, the more you know, the more confident you feel. Listen, I have been in rooms with some of the best scholars and theologians in the nation. But I never walk into those rooms not knowing what I know. Listen, people ask me all the time, what Bible seminary did you go to? Because you know all of this stuff from the Hebrew and the Greek and all of this historical stuff. What seminary did you go to? I never went to Bible college. But I'm a studier. I love knowledge. I love knowing things. Not so I can say to somebody, ha ha, I know it and you don't. But it builds my confidence so that I know what I'm talking about. If you want to boost your self-confidence, you should work on your skills, your strengths, your weaknesses, and engage yourself in seeking knowledge. This way, your mind will send you positive thoughts that are prepared for all things and you can cope with any sudden changes as well. See, we need to recognize our strengths and turn them into our expertise and take note of your weaknesses and turn them into your strength. Oh, that was a good quote. I'm going to say it again. You need to recognize your strengths and turn them into your expertise. What are you good at? Listen, maybe you go a nine to five job and that pays the bills, but you have a hobby or you have something that you're really good at. Take that strength and turn it into your expertise. Become an expert in whatever field you're in. If if you if listen, if you if you're a cashier 
at a register at a restaurant or gas station. Become the best cashier that you can. Gain, gain knowledge. You say, how can I gain knowledge? Get to know the history of the company that you work for. Get to know how it started. Listen, not, Francis Bacon said it this way. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. So you have to polish your skills. You have to increase your knowledge. And when you increase your knowledge, when you increase your, 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 your uh, education, with, even without going to college, you become an educated person. When you do that, you become more knowledgeable and knowledge is power. And when you know something, ain't nobody can talk you out of what you know. And so you have to polish those skills. Listen, I challenge everybody, become an expert in whatever field you're in, or maybe a field you want to get into, or maybe there's historical things that you want to understand better. Polish those skills. Get to know more in your life. So the first step, train your mind positively. Number two, fake it until you make it. And number three, polish your skills. Number four, and like I said, this is going to be two weeks because we're not going to get through all of these tonight. Number four, think about success. Think about success. If you want to attain any goal, you should focus on it and think about it in successful results. I'm going to say it again. If you want to attain any goal, if you want to accomplish any vision, any dream in your life, you need to focus on it and think about it and see it being successful in the end. You know, it's like having laser point focus. A laser is simply concentrated light. That is the principle. You need to focus on it and then see yourself being successful in it. See yourself being a business owner and that business being a multi-million dollar business. You may say, Jerome, that is not possible with where I live. It's absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. You think that when Henry Ford started the Ford Motor Company and time after time after time it failed, that he didn't want to give up and people said, you can't do it. This is ridiculous. This horse and buggy is where it's at. No, he had to see that thing. And through trial and error, and time after time after time, and trial and error, he finally created something successful. And look, the Ford Motor Company is a multi-billion dollar company today. But it started with a man who had a dream of creating a transportation system that was easier than a horse and buggy. That was easier than walking. And he accomplished it. So you have to think about your success. Now, that doesn't mean that you should not consider the negative results or failure at all. Listen, the only unsuccessful person is a person that doesn't pursue success. I'm going to say it again. The only unsuccessful person is the person that gives up in the pursuit of success. It may take you five times, 20 times, 30 times. Think about when you were learning to ride a bike. How many times did you fall after the training wheels came off? You fell, you wiped out, 
but you had to get back up on the bike and see yourself riding it and do it again. And you fell. You got on it and you did it again. Listen, you have to consider the negative results and the failure as well. Now, in any person that desires to accomplish success must understand that there are going to be failures along the way. There are going to be some things that aren't going to quite work out the way you thought they should work out. Or they're not going to quite go the way you thought that they should go. But you can't not you can't let that failure be final. I'm going to say it again. That's a preacher in me coming out. You can't let failure be final. Get back up and pursue it again. It simply means that you should work on things that shorten the gap between you and your destination. When I say think about success, when I talk about taking into consideration the failures that are going to happen, because they're going to happen, all you're doing is shortening the gap between you and your destination. Thinking only about success is quite impractical to most people. It's even been called cocky by some. But always keeping the focus of success a priority in your mind will certainly lead you to the success that you wish to see. Plato said it this way. Plato, for those of you that don't know, Plato was a Grecian philosopher. Yes, I studied Greek philosophers as well. He was a Grecian philosopher and he said this. Reality is created by the mind. We can change our reality by changing our mind. Reality is something that is created by the thought process. And we can change our reality by changing our thought process. Listen, you may be only one thought process away from success or one thought process away from failure. The choice is yours. So again, you have to train your mind positively. You have to fake it until you make it. You have to polish those skills and you have to think about success. Listen, I hope you grab some things today from that. I hope you grab the principles that I'm growing that I'm throwing at you on this podcast because I want you to succeed. I want you to discover the greatness that is within you. Listen, we're going to continue this on the next podcast, but I need you to do something for me. I need you to announce, to share, to follow, to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Listen, you can share this broadcast with others. You can share it in a text message. You can share it on your social media. All you got to do is hit the share button. It's usually a little box with an arrow going up. Click on that and it will give you different options to share. You can share this podcast. Help us grow. Our goal is to reach thousands of people with these life-changing and life-applicable principles to discover the greatness within. So subscribe, follow, and share. Also, I need you to please give us some stars and leave some comments on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Here's why I need you to do that. Because the more comments we get, the more stars we get, the more ability we have 
to reach more people because it broadens and it brings people to the podcast platforms. So if the platform you're listening to it on gives you the ability to leave a comment, please give us some feedback. Even if it's not good feedback, because I believe I need to look at the positive and the negative feedback because it helps us become, become better at what we're doing. And so please leave comments and stars. Also, what I need you to do is you can, you can follow me on all of my social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, YouTube. You can follow me at Jerome A. Bouverette on all of those social media platforms. Listen, for more information, or maybe you have a topic that you would like us to teach on, listen, you can go on to our website, www.kbif. Again, www.kbisandboyif.info, and you can get more information on us. Listen, go to the contact section of the website, shoot me an email, shoot us an email, Give us a topic. Maybe you got something you'd like us to teach on or something you'd like us to address. Shoot us an email and you can do that also on the website where it says the office number. That is actually a mobile office number. You can shoot us a text right through that office number and it'll come right to me. It'll come, it'll come through the office right to my personal cell phone and we can, we can communicate to you through that way and we can get your topics that way as well. Listen, Have a great week, everybody. I hope these podcasts are empowering you to discovering the greatness within. We're going to continue the journey next week on discovering healthy ways to build your confidence. Have a great week, everybody.